hit go? I hit the go button. She hit the go button. Woo-hoo. Is, we are a go for take podcast off. today. We are a go for takeoff. July 10th, 2023. That's Robots today. are taking are over we gonna, the world. Are we going to try and like actually get this out on time this week? I love that you say we, but it's very aggressively oh no it's very me. much you <laughs> yes we are and by okay. we i mean me yeah. by you by we we mean you by we <laughs> i mean me i also was thinking about it and you know it's kind of like pretty crazy that we expect to do it every single week especially in the summer and i thought that was kind of funny that why we're is that like, crazy it's not like crazy but it's just like we like i don't know we meet up every week i like it but it's also like we also take like three weeks off in between two nah we've been good the last two weeks in a row we have been pretty good yeah there was that one span of time where I think it was like a month and a half. So. <laughs> We're like, oh, uh, we can't. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes life gets in the way. Life and since happens. this is more of a hobby for us and not necessarily a, an income for us right. yet. Because yeah. you haven't set up a, a GoFundMe Why is it on or, me? Because you own 60%. But you own 40%. Yeah. This is my house. <laughs> I contributed. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll okay. open a Venmo. Okay. Open a Venmo. So at pay I, your money. Have you have you watched? Money. Have you have you been watching any of the news stories in the last week or so? <laughs> did you hear about the cocaine? The cocaine? Yeah, the cocaine at the White House. Yes, I did hear about the cocaine at the I White want, House. I want. I want. I want to know. I want to know everything. I'm I sorry. want a blow by blow report. I want a blow of by where blow Hunter report. Biden was. Oh, sh- of course, <laughs> Hunter Biden. I, I'm. He's thinking- a he's a cocaine addict. I mean, yeah, I'm but sorry. Do you think it's just him? you think he's the only person in there that's a cocaine addict? No, I think Biden you is too. In, but I mean, they, in, they probably think- give Joe Biden. Here's what I think, right? So, Hunter is clearly a cokehead, which is fine, but let's not deny it. I mean, <laughs> there's videos of him doing coke off a of hooker's ass. So let's be fair, okay? Sure. I don't now, 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 let's just assume for a minute. Let's just look at Biden himself. It is, is it not a wonder how he accomplishes any, anything? How think, he gets but up? He doesn't do blow. No, you don't think he does like no, a. I think you don't think, I think he does a, a half an eight ball every morning at ten o'clock just to get him through till dinner time, and then passes out of exhaustion on the old man couch. Of cocaine touches his brain. Like they would, like they wheel him out in the afternoon at like four thirty, because that's like when he's done. He's like he works from ten to four. He's got like banker hours. <laughs> No, other every other president in the world, every other president we've ever had, world, pff, <laughs> U.S. president has actually worked. It, it's a grueling job, hours and hours and hours. It's right. like 16, 20 hour days. As you would think. As you would expect. Not for Joe Biden. Joe Biden has to have his siesta nap. I mean, fair. I used to take naps all the time at work on my lunch break. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. Out, we would I've have. Ne- I'd have lunch break at one o'clock. By one fifteen, I was asleep in the spare classroom. Oh my god! L- I need it. I need my hour nap, and I've been going without my hour nap because I've changed jobs for the summer, and it's been fine. But I would prefer to have the hour nap. If you, if you had an opportunity to take a nap in the middle of the day, would you pass it up? <laughs> I don't have that opportunity. Exactly. I don't even but know what that would did, be like. If you, if. If you had a, well, I guess you are the boss. So if you like took time, like, oh, I'm just going to run home, take an hour nap and go back to work. You wouldn't. The only time I've ever done that is if I'm driving. I used to, you know, I did a lot of road mechanic work. And uh, particularly if you're coming back from, from Rhode Island towards, uh, you know, central Connecticut shoreline, um, you know, you're, you're essentially heading into the sunlight. So what happens is, is mm. right around 3 to 3.30 in the afternoon yeah. when I'm heading back to port, 
Um, I, I will tell you that there were times when I'd leave the Rhode Island border, get to Old Sabre, Connecticut, and then think to myself, hmm, how did I get here? How did I get what here? What just happened to the last half hour? Yeah, and that's scary. And, then I, and that's scary. Then I, I have pulled into rest stops and taken a nap, 10, 15 minutes. But I mean, you know. It's not like part of my daily routine. No, it yeah. But then maybe if I did the, you know, maybe if I did have an eight ball like like Joe Biden, <laughs> you might need it. You know, I might get through. I don't think six Joe hours Biden, of, of I, wait I, there's, time. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think that Joe Biden is the one doing the cocaine. I think, I think, it's the people that work for him. You want to put up with him all day? You got to be blasted. That would be weed. No, you'd have to smoke pot to deal with Joe Biden. Cocaine pot? is not your friend dealing with Joe Biden because you would just be like, talk too slow you would just you. be like, oh, my God, would you just shut the fuck up, please? I'm just going to kill you. I'm going to no. smack you. Can you imagine being you. the guy that no. like, takes his breakfast order and he's like, you know what? Today, I think I might have. But I was also thinking I could. Here's your grits, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like he would go off on a whole. They're tangent. nice. <laughs> They're nice and blended so you can eat them with your straw. Funny, <laughs> I hate to say that it's funny. Although, who was I renting? To Everybody the other knows day he died years ago. Hunter he Biden. died years ago. He's he's living on Adderall. That's that's exactly what they're doing. They're keeping him awake on Adderall and cocaine. I don't think he's doing no. cocaine. Okay, maybe he, no, because he can't smoke. But on pot. a serious note, right? So they find cocaine in the White House. It, the first person to say anything, I'm not dutifully, is Donald Trump. What do you mean? Who, Why who is comes... he even commenting on it? Well, because his opponent got caught with cocaine in his house. But it, he's not even his opponent anymore. What are you talking about? Joe Biden is running for president. He said so. Trump is running for president. He said so. Oh, that makes Joe them Biden opponents. is running again? Yes. I, Why? See, right. That's <laughs> The fact that you even responded what? that way is self-evident <laughs> of the problem. Don't pay attention to him. Because he shouldn't. He should and be he, in bed. Honestly, neither should Trump, but... I well, mean, meant, I mean, you can make a case for his for his his, uh, his first you know. election already is going to make the history books and everybody's going to be like reading all about that. That's going to be my favorite unit in history. My kid's going to come home and say, we learned about the 2016 election. Everybody wanted to kill everybody. And I want to be like, <laughs> like trembling in the corner, reliving every nightmare. But Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. Do you need like a drip, a morphine drip or something? I mean, I'm going to need cocaine need to, like... to get through that. <laughs> They need to give you a little trip. They're going to be like, like <laughs> they're going to have a trip. quiz question that was like, what was one item during 2020 that nobody had? And I'm going to be like, <laughs> it's going to be like forks, toilet paper, tissues. Like, you <laughs> toilet know, paper. You know what I mean? But like, they're going to say like, it's going to be a question on a test one day. That's why I think like when people like look back and they study Honestly, I wish I could get paid a shit ton of money because I would study like the year 2016 and like politics and how it was so much better before Biden came along. No, I would. I would honestly I'd love to like really deep dive into like the beginning of the political like. I feel like 20. Yeah, the beginning of the end. I feel like 2016 (laughs) was so big because everybody was either one way or the other and nobody liked the Havsy people. Nobody liked the people in the middle. Nobody liked the people. Uh, That started back at night in 2001. Well, for me. Right. I understand because you, you like like 20, 23 years ago was like a coming of political age for you. Yeah. Well, 2016 was really that a coming been of like political 21. age. Yeah. Because 
I mean, that was the first time I'd ever voted in an election. That was the first time that, like, I truly paid attention to the politics mm-hmm. and the things and that were going on. And you still voted for Biden. That's no, sad. I voted for, in 2016, I voted for Sand. Hillary. No, you, oh, that's right. You did. You're right. Oh, right. wait. No, no, you're right. In the it was primaries, Hillary. I voted for. Wait a minute. I, right. No, yeah. In the primaries, I voted yeah. for Bernie Sanders. Commie. Sure. And then in in the election, I voted for Hillary for sure. And I mean, regardless how you feel about her, it was pretty cool voting for a woman. Regardless how you feel about her. Okay. If you just take the fact that I said voting for a woman, I thought that was pretty cool. I think that's a problem in and of itself. How is that a problem? You've never you're had hanging a woman your hat. Who cares? President? Who cares? I, no, I'm not. Okay. I would have voted. Saying that I would have voted, voted for, a, for I would have voted for a woman as soon as a woman, oh, let's say like, I don't know, Condi Rice or or any no, any other number of uh of good conservative Republican women. I I ha, I'm going to probably I'm not, vote for what's her name Nikki Haley from South Carolina. So, or, okay, when when you look at it, right? I would have voted my, my, my point is is that like you're hanging your hat on voting for a woman as if that alone, forget the fact that like her husband no, was a not, womanizer and a rapist or that she like led the law effort to, you know, suppress women from but coming why? out and complaining Wait, about her husband. I'd like and, to rewind. Why are we judging her based on her husband's actions? She's a piece action? of shit. Based on her husband's okay actions. you want me to judge her on her actions yes truly okay alone okay and that's okay, fine she destroyed state's but evidence wait, I she want, held a secret I server in her bathtub up, i want right. to clear something up though it's just a hillary's a passionate little thing for me because she's a oh piece i know of shit. i know i remember the, the facebook fights <laughs> do you remember um <laughs> wait, there, i i, I so can remember you know what fights. i remember i remember a time where america didn't do nothing when their ambassadors were dragged through the streets I like what happened in Benghazi. I remember a time like that. Yeah, I do. Okay. Before she was there. I'm just saying. Because that happened when she was there. So, and then she hit all the emails about it in the server in her bathtub. Mm-hmm. No no, no documents to be found. No warrants to search those documents. The servers in the bathtub. No. I'm not saying okay. it's not. And destroyed all the phones and servers with a hammer. Could you just let me Sorry. finish? So regardless of who ran against Trump, I was going to vote for them. Bernie, Hillary, um. Pete Buttigieg, whatever. I was going to vote for them. Buttigieg. But it was, and I have to say, just just for factual matter, it was cool seeing a woman on the ballot and voting for a woman. I'm not saying that that's the only reason I voted for her. I truly uh did not want Trump to be president. I would have voted for, like, Donkey from Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) I would have voted for him. So I'm just saying it was pretty cool. But not Sarah Palin. And I hope. Who was on the ticket back in 2012? Well, I was, I was in middle school in 2012 and okay. only knew Sarah Palin as the girl with the thick accent or whatever. It no, was, wait, it is it a, Nancy Pelosi? It no, little, Sarah Palin had the accent and Jenna Marbles did a whole video she had a of little her. little accent, yeah. Of her like doing her little, Canadian little cooking thick. or whatever. I, hey, I could see Russia <laughs> from my house, eh? I, I mean, mean, to be fair, did you she almost could. Did you ever see Jenna Marbles do that whole spoof on Sarah Palin? And, like, no, you know like who used to idiot? do the Sarah Palin thing was uh, the woman from uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, yes. The one that played with Amy. Yes. Amy Fuller there. What the hell was her name? What the hell was her name? Amy Schumer? No, oh, no, no, Amy, no. No, Amy Poehler. She was in 30 Rock. What the hell Tina was her name? Faye? Tina Fey. There I you go. I love Tina Fey. I mean, she's funny in her own right, kind of, when there's enough writers helping her. Amy Amy Poehler is really funny too. I don't She's know. very funny. I love her. 
I am Leslie. Genuinely Nope. Genuinely funny. Yeah. I want to be Leslie Nope. Ugh. And, and I want to be the director of Park and Rec. You want to be Ron Swanson? Uh, yeah. He is sure. a fucking icon. Yeah. Because he's right about everything he's ever said. Do you remember the episode where he, where the fire, so right he's, about every, he's I, cooking not, well, a pig I, on like, it, on state property and the fucking guy goes up and he goes, hey, you have, a, you have a warrant to do that? And he hands him a piece of paper that just says, I do what I want. <laughs> and it's like, this is America. I should be able to cook my pork wherever I see fit or whatever he said. And that's fair. Sure. It is fair. So- and and anyway, so here we are a week and a week and a half after they find cocaine in the White House, and no nobody's allowed to ask whether or not the coke addict had anything to do with it, right? So somebody does. So where? So, so can I ask a, a question, a clarifying yeah. question? Where it was in the is residence Hunter and, Biden like in the White House right now? Like, is he just chilling? What like is right what now? Physically, is he where? I don't know what he's doing he right, right now? now. But odds are, if we're just running the numbers, either doing crack, doing cocaine. Getting hookers pregnant, getting strippers pregnant, or smoking crack and driving at 170 miles an hour. I'm just. I, get, I guess my whole statistically thing is speaking, that those are that was probably he in the are White House. Is things. it his? Cooking? The answer is. So this is interesting. That's a, just a reporter where I'm from uh, a reporter from Fox News, of course, because nobody else will ask. Mm. You know, asked uh, Pierre Jean, the uh, hell's <laughs> Karine Jean Pierre, uh, the press secretary. They asked her. Uh, uh, what about the cocaine in the White House? And she's like, that's a ludicrous question. It's an irresponsible question. You shouldn't even ask that question. The Bidens weren't here on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday because the cocaine was found on, like, Sunday morning or something like that. And uh, so, you know, she smacked the reporter asking the questions down. She smacked him down. And, of course, now we find out that, in fact, yeah, the Bidens left for Camp David Friday night at, like, 630 so they were there Friday, okay? So shut the fuck up, you lion sack of oh shit, douchebag, blankety blank blank. It was okay? probably somebody who works there. Who you know? Oh, you know what they, they could turn do? to their friend and they they're could. like, "Hey, we have access to I'm, the Oval I'm, Office. I'm, I'm, do you want to do a line off this fucking chair? Off the chair? Yeah, off the uh, desk, uh, off the chair. The oh, he is... sits in there in his clean pressed suit. Oh no, the germs. Honey, that's gross. No, I'm sorry. I've, why like, is that there's gross? People, there's people on the internet. Who go to who, who like go to jail for stalking people's and like you know I I can't I can't go there. They do things with their chairs and their clothes and it's really gross. And ew, are you in? Ew, I'm just I was just thinking it'd be funny like if you worked at the White House and you're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool? We I'm gonna like, do lines off Biden's chair. No, no, did a line off in the Oval Office. I mean, that's pretty. That's badass. different. That's the desk. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, me no. But, like, shots off the Oval Office desk? Yes, as long as there's a glass top on it so that it doesn't get stained or marred. Oh, for the love of God. No, then we could play Pong. I got beer Pong problem. You wanna... I got no problem playing beer Pong. Right on the resolute Right on the resolute. I want to sit we right on that. We just clear everything off, put a little... I, we can put a little ping pong net across it. That's fine. <laughs> and if we can't find one, we'll take, like, a shoelace and a couple of bookends and we'll just tie it up. Yeah. And we'll, like, bang it back and forth. No problem. But lines but the off chair? the chair? I don't know. It was... <laughs> You're really offended by the chair lines. I, I am. It's, it's wow nasty. <laughs> Not like I've ever done a lie. So she lies. So she lies to the press corps <laughs> and says, oh, no, the Bidens weren't here on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. They left the White House at like 6.30 on Friday night. In fact, all indications are that the cocaine was probably left there on Friday. Oh, but, you know, it's funny. The house that has, like, the leader of the free world in it 
doesn't have enough video cameras to find out who left the coke oh, on the table. Oh, my God. You know what that's telling you? They fucking know it's Hunter's cocaine for crying out loud. But- and they don't want to say anything. First of all, you know that whatever Secret Service agent was like, hey, look, I found cocaine. This is bad. I'm going to report it. That dude was like six weeks into the new job and hadn't learned, that, learned say, to shut his mouth yet. We would have never heard about this like 20 years ago, I feel. No. Because, I'm sorry. Because if a, Bill Clinton, or not Bill Clinton, no. um, if Bill Clinton did a line in the White House, if, it would be like, I don't know. It would be like a hush. He had sex nobody would with ever. This intern and nobody knew about it. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like. I feel like nobody would know about it, you know, but wh- but now everybody's like, oh my God, there's cocaine in the White House. No, no, no. Nobody's like that. The only reason why uh, anybody's they, interested at all is because the president's son is a cokehead. Who, by the way, has said he's not a cokehead. But of course he's a cokehead. We have a whole laptop filled with pictures and videos of him doing coke. Just saying. Why not just own it up? And not the cola kind. No. No, he's a he's a despicable human. He's a sad human being. I'll, I'll here. I'm not going to say that Hunter Biden is probably the better of the two. But other than like do poor drugs, guy. poor kid, and like be an you asshole. Know, what what else? Look does at he his do? father, the poor kid. What else does he do other than what does drugs do? and women? I'll tell you what he does. He and takes positions. Laptop. He takes <clears throat> faux positions on Chinese corporate and Ukraine and Ukraine corporate boards so that he can get paid millions of dollars that he can then funnel what? then he can funnel that money into the Biden family corruption club that's the that's the scandal the BCC. this is proven <laughs> it's the, the Biden, it's, it's literally the, the Biden, Biden mob the Biden family what club. i don't understand is which biden is actually running the show because lord knows it's not joe Joe couldn't run the show. Do you think it's the dog? Jo- Joe couldn't run a show on a cable TV channel if the box still had a cable attached to it and he had to push one of the little buttons to get the channel. He still couldn't get it right. Do you think the, 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 I don't want to put the channel There's a 44. blue button and there's a red button and I don't know which button. <laughs> Honey, Joe, we're, I don't know. What, Do you, what's Joe, the, what, what's the his dog's name? Buttons. Oh, God, I don't know. What's his dog's name? Hold on. No. Hey, Siri, <clears throat> what is Joe Biden's dog's name? The answer I find is Champ and Major. Oh, he has two, Champ and Major. Mm-hmm. How original. <laughs> <laughs> Roast his dogs now. Champ and Major. Sir, who is this? Asshole. Major Philip P. Asshole. He probably, the dogs probably run the whole thing. Am I surrounded by assholes? Yes, sir. I would let okay. your dog be president. Hell yeah. Jewelbug and honestly and Roxy. Come on. The so dog- we're not going to find out about the cocaine because there's only two possibilities, right? Either some dumbass tourist dropped a bunch of cocaine, at which point we would already know that and it would already be dismissed as a chuckle or it's Hunter's cocaine. And the reason why it's an issue is because they can't come out and say it's Hunter's cocaine. There you go. So everything's got to be, but <laughs> what's funny is, is there's this little law called the Hatch Act, right? That kind of takes, uh, that kind of gets implemented when political opponents were running against each other, you know, inadvertently say things that are quote unquote uh, national secrets or something like that. 
And at first, this was before uh, the press secretary lied about whether the Bidens were there. But when, when she was first asked about it, they're like, well, we're looking at it. We can't speak on that because of the Hatch Act. You see, we can't answer that question because the first person who asked that question was Trump. And he's a political opponent. So that comes under the Hatch Act. What's the Hatch Act? I'm confused. Well, you'll have to. It, it's more complicated than I can explain. I don't even know the entire realm of it. But it has something to do with uh, the sharing of secret information between political opponents in, in a public setting. Something like that, right? So you can't just, when you're running for president, you just can't come out and say, yeah, my, pre my, my opponent's a dumbass because the nuclear codes, one, two, three, four, uh, were left on the nightstand. You can't do that. That, that's that's basically it. Okay. 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 I mean, that, that's my understanding. No, no, that's that's. And anybody out there can correct me. You sure. Won't, no. But, you yeah. Know, let let us know. Let us know. But all you gotta do is click on the Venmo link, and, <laughs> and we we'll listen to whatever you want to say. So. <clears throat> okay. I asked you to check out this movie. Wait, I have one thing I want to circle back with, with right. Joe Biden. All right. Did you see that the the relief student debt relief was not passed? I did. And he's trying to we t we talked yeah. about this the other day. But he's Oh my gosh, to do those this those I I got we're going to talk about that. Well, yeah, that's why I brought it up. Mhm. Mm. Mm. It's usually how this thing works. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean like I can't say that I'm not like I'm not surprised it didn't get passed. I knew it wasn't going to. I knew it was kind of a long shot, but I am Let me guess. So you knew that Somebody waving a magic wand and just removing all of the debt that you signed on for was probably not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. I no, I didn't. I was surprised. That's a sign of your natural born intelligence, right there. Well, I mean, like I a part of the reason I did like Biden is because he said he would try to make that happen, but I didn't think it would just be like a. So you willingly admit that you were willing to vote for him because he was paying you. That I was what? No, I was. I, I was. Well, what do you call paying off your student loans? He's paying you to vote for him. He's like, hey, I'm going to give you whatever you want. Oh, owe. well, I guess. Yeah, but he okay. didn't even do that. Uh, okay, that's fine. I just want to make it. Clear. Well, I didn't. No, it's not like going in with the idea of like, Ugh, he's going to pay me. But well, that's it's like, because oh, you didn't think of it that way until now. Well, I didn't. No, I don't think that that's like a really intelligent way to think about it either. But that's what it is. But it's also like, oh, he stands for all of these policies. And one of those policies is that he wants to eliminate student debt. So is like a hundred other people's freaking policies. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, except student debt is your debt that you took. And, and, and But I didn't go in with the idea that it was going to happen. I didn't think, oh, it's gonna happen. And whose I thought, idea is oh, that? maybe maybe he knows something I oh, don't. Oh, I see. We're getting back to the fact that you voted for him because there was a chance that he was going to pay you. Sure. Okay. <laughs> hooker. Are you calling me a hooker? I I'm I don't no, I don't know. I didn't say that. <laughs> you said it's it. It's not what I said. Or it's not what I said. <laughs> Fuck you. Listen, I, I, I fully accept the fact that I have to pay back my All student right. debt. I know you do. I, I and I want everybody out there to know that I know Re, and she does not. <laughs> I'm a very. She responsible... doesn't really. She's not really looking for a handout. No. This is the classic case. But would of, it be nice? This is a classic case of wouldn't it be nice? Right. Exactly. And we talked about this last time. Like I said, vote for president. Yeah. I vote for for Trump. With the idea that wouldn't it be nice to have freedom in America again? Okay, you know, <laughs> that's I get it. You You're know, really it's, like you below know, the belt. I, I'm hitting him out of the park. Boom, boom, boom! Soccer, hit her while she's down. 
No, I. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to talk about the religion about the movie about trafficking kids, but you know. Well, we I can't because we brought up the Supreme Court thing. I assume that's what you're talking. You know, obviously the student debt thing. Well, so I heard a rumor, or I guess on you know in the in the Twitter fiends mm-hmm. that that he was going to find some kind of freaking that like it was either Kamala Harris or somebody else. Maybe it was AOC who was saying like, "Oh, well, don't you worry. There's a loophole in this." Weird law that all you got to do is vote for me. I'll tell you, you what is, it is. Yeah, and it's like yeah, okay. I'm like okay. So, but anyway, in, yeah. in the last week, the Supreme Court handed down two a, a bunch of you know significant decisions, not the least of which were the student uh, the student debt decision, which basically said that the administration cannot write a blank check for billions of dollars, uh, you know, circumventing con- congressional approval of funds. So, which I happen to think was the right thing. But also, more importantly, and the one that's been very politicized is the affirmative action case. And what this the, is the one where they give money to no, something else. No, no, this is where you know they use race uh, to um, to approve college entrances and to essentially what was going on is college universities were taking minority students, particularly African Americans who had lower scores than Asian Americans yeah, or white Americans, this, right? Yeah. Well, this decision came out this week and it was brought about by a group of Asian students and they won. Meaning that the Supreme Court finally, after years and years of discussion, struck down affirmative action, meaning that they struck down the premise that you could use race as any consideration for college uh, college admissions. Now, okay. Everybody on the left is like this is this is taking the future away from minority students, particularly our African American students. This is a blow to black future promise, and I mean, it's just going on and on. Of course, they're literally regurgitating all of the lines from all of the liberal pundits and Democrat leaders. But I, I feel really passionate about this, and okay. and I feel like I'd like to add a little meat and potatoes to that oh would you so only in america only in the american left can a, can a court decide that race can't be used in the process of something only in america can the left say that that's racist <laughs> which is well, exactly what they do because you know they, they take all of the outlying num- disparities of you know african-american communities and students and what have you and to put it uh i don't know if it was ben shapiro or it could have been him it could have been somebody else but i had it i heard in fact i think it was from um uh, a gentleman called dr woodson uh who is a a black activist a black freedom activist who believes that this was the right thing and you know what he said was when he was asked about it was listen with all due respect to the supreme court um, all of the issues on why there's not as many African-American you know, uh, attendees to the university, all of those issues that that relate to those low numbers occur way before the, anybody gets to college. Meaning the problem isn't the, the problem doesn't happen it's at not, universities. No. The problem is the happening problem is all in elementary before. school, yes. in high school, in middle yes. school. Yes, that's yes. correct. So and, and the actual like right. So so not so everyone so getting the same opportunities. No, 
No, that's not true. In school, in in grade school, that's what I'm saying. Is that it goes all the way back there? Well, and I think this is, but you use the word opportunities, and I think that's that's what gets under my skin about more than anything else is this idea that you know uh, a minority student or a black student has a less opportunity than other students it's not the opportunity that isn't there that's not true because if that were true then if that were true then you could not point to the multitude of success stories that come out of black america on a daily basis but i think i mean more in the in the sense of opportunities as like okay this school gets funded more money so this school has more resources to give a better education whereas this you know, school in the middle of a low income area doesn't have the amount of funding that this other school has. So they don't have the same opportunity to learn the same way, which would be very, which would be a concern, which would be a concern if it weren't for the fact that for the most part, cities, meaning in our case, Hartford, New Haven, Bridgeport, uh, spanning out New York, uh, Newark, all of these large cities spend a plurality more of money than suburbs do which by the way spend too much too but you know for example in uh, in our little town i think it's around 12 to 13,000 dollars per student is spent and yet in the city of new haven that amount is 16 to 18,000 dollars per student 16 to 18,000 dollars per friggin' student okay in a public school system that, for one, should be tilting your head in the first place. But the inner cities are spending more you want to know why? than the suburbs and getting less results. Meaning... Why. The administration doesn't... They don't care. They don't give a fuck. Exactly. The, it, and, and, so it's yeah. not it's, it's not, not that not the, the money... Yeah. The money's not letting the students down. The university admission system isn't letting the students down. Who's letting the students down is the, the administration of the schools in those urban communities or honestly so, in so any community so why doesn't so why don't people particularly on the left and in the democrat party why don't they go looking into the school administrations and the uh mayoral administrations of the cities that are producing the students who can't make the grade when it comes to competing against other uh other races particularly Asians and and white females by the way who by far outnumber males. Hmm. Why? Be, I mean, I know why. It's more or at work. Least... It's more work to look at the administration. Because, we're, I'm, because I'm what we're excuse, really doing is explaining. because what we're really doing is letting the minority student down by all of the things that are of the liberal philosophy. I know. We talk, we've talked about that, but, too. And we have. I, so so yeah. that came out last week. It was pretty interesting. Nothing new to see here. The typical people, everybody on the left says that, you know, getting rid of affirmative action is racist. And everybody on the right correctly suggests that, in fact, affirmative action is racism in and of itself. Affirmative action. I, I see the benefits of it because you want you want there to be a diverse area of learning. You want to give the the kids that you feel don't have the same opportunities. You want to give them you know, a chance to thrive and do all that. And I get that. Um, but I'm also the, the kind of person that really does believe in like, you want it, go get it. 
So a, it's hard a, a for merit me to... based system. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the reason why you, you instinctively, the reason why you instinctively un- know that is because you understand. I just as, get frustrated as most people because understand. I also bust my ass. Yeah, you did. And then yes. I get shafted as well. So welcome to the system. Right. It, it, exactly. So it's like even if uh, it just the whole thing is fucked. <laughs> the whole but you, is fucked. It, it's all I wanted to do you, was learn more. Okay? When you ask people or when you put it in the proper perspective, people instinctively understand that the university system is there for a specific higher educational goal. Uh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer or, or I want to be an architect or whatever it is that you are going to school for. That's what you want to do. So when you are an employer, um, you ideally, when you hire somebody who has a law degree or a uh, medical degree or, or any other degree, that you are getting the cream of the crop. Somebody who has gone through the system, studied Knows, hard, yeah. done the work, passed the grades. You're not expecting and or certainly you're not I, you're not hoping to hire somebody who was passed along. Yeah. And. I'm sorry, but what I believe, if you look at it, my perspective is, if you are giving somebody uh, a one-up in a professional setting, like a, like what a university is, if you're giving somebody an unfair advantage, you're not helping them. No. What you're really doing it's is the saying, same thing with the what no you're really doing is saying, I don't, what you're really doing is saying is, we, those of us who give away the admissions positions, don't think you're inherently good enough to do this on your own with your own hard work and i cannot think of a more racist bigotry uh way of thinking you can't they are literally thinking that they can't get along without your help mm. and i'm sorry that's that's Making wrong them out to feel weaker than they actually yeah are. it's it's victimology mm. is what that is uh, uh, That's a book that somebody probably wrote, Victimology. If it's not out there, I'm owning that title right now. And because I said it, it's already copyrighted. I don't even have to fill out the paperwork. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know. I know my rights. But I also think. Right up until the SWAT team be... shows up. Sorry. FBI. Hello. Hello? <laughs> Remember that time you blew a stop sign? <laughs> no. Did you know no. that this stop no. sign? <laughs> no. I don't remember shit. Never happened. But, you know, because, you know, we all want to see a more diverse, um, like, do I want to see more black representation in, like, law school? Yes. Do I want to see more uh, people of color becoming doctors? Sure. I want to see, you know, all of that success for the people in minorities. Like, I want to see that. But I only want to see that if if they work hard enough to, to want it if just as bad as anybody own. else. But it's the same That's thing. That's because when you want a doctor, you don't give a crap what color the doctor is. I don't give a crap what color the doctor is. You know what I want? I want the surgeon that can fix my spine. Yeah. I want the brain surgeon who can fix my tumor. Right. I want the cancer doctor who can put my cancer to remission. That's I don't care. I don't care if they're male, female. I don't care if they're trans. I don't care if they're black or blue or polka dotted. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Nobody cares. And and but I but I, I just really want the best see, doctor. But you know, I also at the same time really do see the the perspective of like let's take a chance on 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 this person because they have promise and they've never been 
given this sort of opportunity before. So I want to give it to them. And, and I want the good. Everybody wants the good. You want everyone to succeed. You want the good and the out of everything. That's but it's interesting. Like, what if I don't know. And I don't mean to I don't mean to hand it to you this way. So. You would want to give. All things being equal. You would consider giving a chance to somebody who was a minority. Why? Why? Yeah. Like if, like, say there's two the same, mm -hmm. study the same school, mm -hmm. same. Well, I would think that because people of color have been passed over a lot in the past, that I would like to think that if I had the choice between this doctor with the same experience that is black and this doctor with the same experience <laughs> that is white that I would sure. I, I, I know that that's that, a tough but I, I don't know feel that like I just gave you a tough spot thing, though. I know because because like yeah I would love I'd love to have a doctor that is a person of color because I think that that's really cool I love having like I don't know I, I like having a doctor that does their job too but would it be nice to see like more diversity would it would it be nice to walk into a college and not just see the professors be like old white men yeah it'd be cool i'd like to see every color i'd like to see you know you know you're teaching one of the problems with that is that what you are describing is diversity for the sake diversity of of race for the sake of diversity yes because diversity is a good thing it's a good thing in some cases it's a good thing but in it, most it depends n no no not at all it you know it as far as a having a discussion or having a uh an intellectual challenge when you're talking about diversity of thought i'm with you let's bring as many different ideas to the table yeah, as we but can. don't you think that all those but, people who come from different places are bringing in well, different sure. ideas but what you're saying is what you're saying is basically we're going to have one bar for one set of people but because we want it to be a diverse crowd we're going to we're going to lower the bar for other people no that's not it's not what i'm saying at all i'm literally saying that when it i get exactly what you said when it comes but to diversity using, i would much rather are, have a more diverse uh -huh. situation than a non-diverse situation because that to me diversity is open-mindedness diversity is bringing people in with different ideas diversity is like all yeah, these what, different backgrounds you, coming you, it's literally america coming but, from but all these different you agree places that, and, that diversity for the sake of diversity is fine in some cases but it's not anywhere where a anywhere where merit is involved in a particular topic i would assume that you would want the best person for the job right and if the best person for the job is a person of color i don't see that that being a problem i think what you're really saying is you would love to see you would love to see african-american minorities thrive thrive yeah and i'm with you there wouldn't we all that, that that's literally all i'm saying is that i want i want to see people do good. I don't want to see anyone do good. I don't know. I, I want to see everybody succeed and everybody walk away with a brand new car, no student debt, and like a nice place yeah, to live. You know, this isn't the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> I really wish it was. I'm sorry, kid. All I, everyone, all I need is like 70 grand, okay? And then I'd feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's it. 
I mean, think about it. If we won, I bought a, I bought some Powerball tickets. I bought Powerball tickets the other day. I bought Powerball tickets for the first time. Freaking a, like, we, me and me and my boyfriend were driving through, and we saw that the Powerball or whatever was like at five hundred million. I was 600 like, change, 600, yeah, yeah six hundred million dollars. I was like, damn, what okay. I would give for like. Okay. I'll give them the two dollars. You know what I mean? That's what I did. Right, but you know what I was thinking? I was like, "Damn, can you imagine I if I had tickets. like ten million dollars?" And then he retorted back. He's like, "Can you imagine if you just had five million dollars?" And I was like, "Man, wouldn't it be great if I had like one million dollars? One billion dollars?" And then we ended up getting down to like, "I just need five hundred grand." Just give me and then it was like, like, "No, you know what? I just need like seventy grand, please. I will beg you." <laughs> That's Hold it. on, somebody dropped a ten dollar bill. Somebody. <laughs> Perfect. The GoFundMe is actually for my student loans, <laughs> but like you, you know, it's just anyway. I I would love to see a more diverse world. It's a, a tricky con- it's a tricky conversation. It's a tricky conversation. But I do got to tell you that I think I understand what you're saying, and I understand the uh, the romance of having a a perfectly diverse community in particular. Because goddamn it, don't you want to see some color anyway? The world looks like better on my in TV? color. Yeah. Anywhere. I'm uh, being, you know what I mean by color, like just different people. No, like when I print paperwork. And oh, it's, for the love I, of God. I, I click black and white because I don't want to. The dog's staring at you because she knows. <laughs> She's like, really, Ed? We're leave going the poor, there. <laughs> leave the poor woman alone. <laughs> We're going to the black and white printer setting. Oh, really? she's a doggy dog. I wish Jewelbug could so. talk. If she could talk, I wonder what she would say about this subject. She sits here and listens to us like every week now. Pretty much, yeah. She she knows, you know. She's her <laughs> loyal listener. <laughs> I know what she would say. Food. What would she say? <laughs> She'd say, "You haven't fed me yet." You haven't fed me yet. The hell. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an ADD moment here. Please. Uh, I asked her to check into this movie, The Sound of Freedom. About the child trafficking. Yeah. It looks sad. I don't know if I could watch that. Well, that's because tri- child trafficking is sad. No. Yeah. You're telling me on your best so day you. I have heard for <laughs> I have heard for a long time now. Uh, I mean, obviously you have the the fallout from Jeffrey Epstein. He was a pedophile. I mean, I guess we're not supposed to say. I, I guess he was a, a a minor attracted person. Is that it? No, now? it's a pedophile. Okay, pedophile. God bless your heart. At least we're on the same page there. Of course. But there are people out there uh, making the case that this no, is a, they this are is an illness. Psychotic. Okay. Sure. Yeah, it's a fucking sick, twisted illness. It's an itch. Yeah, to be okay. attracted to minor children. Okay. Is a sick, twisted illness. Does not mean okay. that no, we're going to just... accept you into the LGBTQ. No, get the fuck. I, well, M A P is part of the alphabet. I'm just saying. No. No. Not. All right. No. We end at Q. <laughs> Is that right? LGBTQ. That's it. No, no Plus. MAP. Got it. Okay. No, no so, P. So, uh, anyway, this guy uh, produces this movie. I forget his name, but the movie stars Jim Caviezel, who famously portrayed Christ in The Passion of the Christ back in like 2004 or five. Uh, great movie. Hard to watch. Made billions of dollars because it Passion was of the Christ? good. Yeah. And, what happened then is happening now all over again. And what happened then was the film was poo-pooed on by critics, by Hollywood, uh, and yet <clears throat> and, and yet this thing, billions of dollars, because, well, guess what? Who knew? It's an interesting story, right? But 
Fast forward to People love the sick and twisted. Fast forward to 2023. Same same actor, by the way, Jim Caviezel, who was in Person of Interest. In case you ever, if you haven't seen Person of Interest, you got to. It's on Amazon. Just saying. I have heard of it. Oh, it's fabulous. Fabulous. Isn't it a series? And Jim Caviezel's. Oh yeah, it goes on for like seven seasons. It's it's freaking amazing. It's a great show. You know, it's when it, it's. I can't even begin to describe it. But it's literally computer program, you know, created after 9-11. But that's another story. That's for that's for our TV topic show. So it just happens to be acted by Jim Caviezel, who's great. And this uh, the movie that just came out is called The Sound of Freedom. And it is a story about a guy who saves uh, who saves a boy and, and then goes to save his sister from, uh, from, the, same. from the world's largest uh, cartel of child traffickers, if you will. Which is actually a thing. And the whole point of this flick was to bring attention to the fact that there is such a thing yeah. as child sex trafficking. And that it is and it's at its a worst. Problem. It yeah. is a problem. It is the worst it's Human ever been. Human trafficking is at its worst it's ever been, too. In, in fact, in the at the end of the movie, uh, Jim Caviezel delivers a uh, an informational. I'm sorry. That's okay. uh, an informational monologue where he explains that currently today. There are more children in the slave trade, sexual slave trade, than there were slaves in all of the years of American history when slavery was legal. So from 1865 all the way back to the beginning. That's actually just... There are more child... 85,000 children currently, today, are in the sexual trade... are, Are sexual trade slaves. That is the estimate. So... All this of, movie is all, all about them, that, right? Right to hell. Right to hell. And so this movie is all about the the, the movie is about Ugh. this the story of this guy. Did you? So you watched so, this movie? Not yet. No. Okay. No, but I I've I've read all the you've read about I've yeah. read about it okay. right and because I don't think I could watch this movie. This would kill me. In its opening weekend, The Sound of Freedom grossed fourteen million dollars. Indiana Jones. And the Temple of Pooh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the third <laughs> the Pooh. Temple Hold of on. Pooh. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Chamber the of Secrets. Make the Last Dollar. No. I forget the name of it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's the last. The Goblet of Fire. It, it's the last. It's the. It, it's the Harrison Ford is 80, never going to be able to do it again number. Okay? That's where we're at with the Indiana Jones thing. Now, to be fair, I'm a fan of Indiana Jones. Like the first movie, I thought the rest of them sucked. But uh, the point is, is that this was a movie that cost Disney. Uh, I think it was Disney. Doesn't matter. Probably was Disney. I think it was three hundred million dollars or three hundred nine million dollars to make. Opening weekend brings in twelve million. The Sound of Freedom, the independent film. Okay, that nobody is talking about grossed 14 million in the same weekend as of today it's grossed 23 million a weekend and a half later and is literally taking over theaters kicking the crap out of all the other movies out there and here's why i bring it up here's what i find interesting it is literally the movie's about child trafficking that's it yeah but it is made by a conservative acted in by a conservative uh so those in hollywood in the media 
are like, oh no, it's made by a conservative. We're gonna we're gonna shit all over it. It's not true. He doesn't know how to act. This show isn't doing as good as they say it's doing. Wait, you know, Indiana Jones is better. So I'm like, pundits, you know, like everybody just wants to keep everybody divided. But yeah. So for shits and ha-has. Now I'm bored Saturday. I'm I'm not bored. I'm sorry, honey. My wife goes out Saturday night. I'm home alone. You, you, like bored. You can so, say you're bored. <laughs> so whenever I'm home alone, I go through this process of trying to find something decent to watch that's both decent and yet not too decent that I'm bored with it. So right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I go to Rotten Tomatoes to see Ooh. what the top list of current movies are. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, right at the top is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Pooh. Followed by all kinds of movies I've never heard of. You know what's not on the list? The movie that's actually at number one, making millions and millions of dollars, Sound of Freedom. Hmm. Not even on the list. So is it on the, because Rotten Tomatoes does that annoying ass thing where they're like, the, the critics score and then the people's score? Does it have a good people's score? It's not on the Rotten Tomatoes website, or at least wasn't as of Saturday. You're kidding. No. And this is the number one movie in America. So clearly, That's Rotten crazy. Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes, is drinking the Kool Aid, okay, the tomato juice, from the Hollywood money types and what they put on their leaderboard for movies and ratings. Who does this star again? Jim Caviezel. Oh, it's on here. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Maybe not, they heard you. Not as of Saturday, and it certainly wasn't listed in. Just do me a favor. So, type in. Re- type in right now yeah. Rotten Tomatoes top 30 movies or, or Rotten Tomato best current movies and see if it's on there. I'm just curious. So I just thought it was interesting because I went back. I remember The Passion of the Christ, which I don't care who you are. OK, do am I? A, I don't even consider myself a. Uh, by definition, I'm not. I'm 30 not of the a most Christian. popular movies so, right now. You know, even though I believe in God, but it's a long story for another show. The Sound of Freedom is second on this list. Okay. Well, good for them. But it does say critics consensus, no consensus yet. It does only have a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is more than Indiana Jones. But the audience score has 100%. 100%. Which I find very... Movies do that all the time where it's like... like, 75% 75% 100%. Which means I'm going to buy it also, as soon as I can find very it. interested. 24 reviews, like, professionally to get the score of 75%. Over 5,000 verified ratings. By Rotten Tomato users, yeah. By Rotten Tomato users. Which it's not easy to get that verified rating, I could tell you. Because oh. <laughs> I'm a movie connoisseur, and I thought, like, Rotten Tomatoes wanted to come and 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 put a spy device on my goddamn cable box. Oh, I want to see the You know, which which I don't even understand because nowadays, you know, you could just like spy on what I say on my phone and and get the truth out of me. I mean, seriously. You know. I want to see the Barbie movie. It's no mistake that the the, you know, the the Home Depot hottie keeps showing up on my video feed. I can't with you. Okay. <laughs> Will you go see the Barbie movie with me? Yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah. Margot Robbie? She's great. She's amazing. Never saw a movie I didn't like her in. I love her. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you see I Tanya? <gasps> no, but I <gasps> lived it when it really happened. 
Does that if matter? If you want a Is good like movie that? to watch that you're boring, you're bored on Saturday night. I Tanya Margot Robbie, and it also has um. I watched that live, by the way. I know, but I it, know the movie I'm is old, so good. I mean, I assume that everybody listening knows that we're talking about Tanya Harding yeah. and Nancy Kerrigan yes. back in the 1990-something and Olympics. She, and she fucking uh, paid somebody to, <laughs> to whack her. her. Right, well, she got whacked in the hallway if you watch at the, the, the movie, stadium or something. Yeah, she had, She paid she, her boyfriend. She, to she wanted her boyfriend to do crowbar it. Crowbar. Told her boyfriend not to do it. Was like, no, never mind. Like, whatever, because she's a fucking psycho crazy lady. And then he was like, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm still going to send the guy in. And then obviously, whatever. Whack, whack. Whack, 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 whack. Girl's life ruined. Poor thing ruined. Two girls' lives ruined. Poor thing ruined. But you if you really, Margot Robbie. Oh, she's very a great versatile. actress. She kills it in that movie. So you should watch that. It's really good. I'm into it. Yeah. I like her. 10 out of 10. I liked her in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, I loved her in Wolf She's great in that. Yeah. <laughs> just saying i know she looks hot in the whole movie too. yeah pretty much leonardo dicaprio also another still one. hitting it out of the park did you watch i you gotta tell you that was his best acting job of all time like i you know when when the leo Wolf dicaprio when leo dicaprio came out back in the titanic days he was clearly second fiddle to kate winslet without a doubt like she acted out a performance even billy zane's performance of his, of her douchebag husband was better than dicaprio's performance of her you know, uh, you know, little boyfriend. Have you seen? Um, but I mean, Sean... it was good. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't. He did not perform like Kate Winslet. Did you Billy watch in, um, Inception or whatever it is, the dream movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? No. <gasps> Let me think. I, I think I've Inception? seen other movies that I like of him. He's great. Inception's He's great. a great. You would. You know like who keeps Inception. getting better and better? Brad Pitt. Keeps making better. He, he keeps acting better and better. Did you see him in that last movie, um, the one about the western? Fuck, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it too. It just came out. It's a no. Um, no the last one I saw of him was Bullet Train, which was a great movie. No, what a great the, movie! Um, what's the director that does Pulp it. Fiction? Quentin Tarantino. The newest Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, I love Quentin Tarantino. If you've not seen The Usual Suspects, uh, you you have to. Oh, wait Tarantino. a minute. Was that Quentin Tarantino? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I think he did do that. Yeah. He does Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. It's got Brad Pitt, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, and Margot Robbie. I think so I saw that, yeah. It, was it not so good? <gasps> no, I didn't see it. You need to see it. I need to see it. You need to see it. Because not only does it have the three people we just talked about being the best actors and actresses ever, but the plot line and like all of the visuals, you know, typical Quentin Tarantino puts all the visual like motifs and does all the crap. Like, oh, it's and it's all so raunchy good. and graphic. Yeah. And then, of course, at uh, you, by the way, you that's get not through... necessarily my, you know, at... <laughs> but you get through the whole movie and you almost forget it's a Quentin it's Tarantino movie, a movie. And yeah. then somebody dies in the worst way yeah, possible. Gets splattered and you're like, everywhere oh, and there's right, like arteries Tarantino. shooting all over. Right. It's <laughs> like it's kill. Really it's like movie. kill Bill where, you know, a couple people hand out in swords and then next thing you know, I, they're like I'm actually fighting in a pool of blood. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. OK. The appeal's not there for me. I watched. Kill Bill was I great. Watched kill... No, you are not. I watched Kill no. Bill. No. I did. I did not like it. Yeah, but you're not... Oh, my God. I didn't like it. You could put any hot girl in a yellow jumpsuit and get a better movie. First of all, Uma Thurman hit that out of the park. She did great. I'm not saying that she's not No, like, great, not did great. Did spectacular. I just didn't like the concept of the movie. 
and that's why you won't win me over with the movie. Right. Because I can respect the movie for what it did. I can respect her as an actress, and I respect every single fucking person who I did mean, everything anything was, with blood I, in that to, movie. To be fair, at the, <laughs> I, it I was a little like it. anticlimactic that it's the whole five-finger five death punch thing at the, the end there. The whole thing's dry. You know, oh, you know, I'm going to kill you, but only after you take five steps. I mean, let's face it. Yeah. That's a little. No, it's dry. You know, it, it's, it's, that's, that's like trying to convince me that the sixth Indiana Jones movie would be good. No, I don't think so. Have you seen? Um... I mean, not for nothing, but how many years? How how the first Indiana Jones takes place like you know during the prequel to World War II, you know Hitler's in power, and mm. somehow or another Indiana Jones went from forty to eighty, and we haven't even hit like nineteen sixty yet. I don't know how that happens, but I digress. It's a great movie. Once uh, upon a time in Hollywood. All right, maybe I'll watch that. In and fact, let's end the show. I'll go seen, watch it now. You've seen Django. Django Unchained. Great flick. Great movie. Yeah, of course. You know I've seen them all. Yeah. I'm a movie guy. I've I've just been started started watching a lot more movies. Have you ever seen Bad Times at the El Royale? No. That is a great movie, too. Who are we starring? Anybody I know? Uh, no, it's honestly a pretty I know we're low-key tra- cast. But don't get bored, okay? If you're out there, don't get bored. They're not. Okay. Just they make it short. Us. We only have three minutes left of their time anyway. I know. But, I mean, movies are our thing. We, you know. I do like movies. I, I wish I had more time to sit and watch movies, Like, you're into too. movies because you, you, you literally have a degree in theatrics. So yeah. My you know, first, I wanted to be a cinema major. I studied all the, I studied Pulp Fiction. I wrote a paper on it. I studied um, that other boring-ass movie that they made me watch. Although, Pulp Fiction wasn't boring, but. No, oh that, God. definitely not. It was a Hitchcock movie, and I swear to God, it was like pulling teeth. Psycho? No. Clockwork Orange. No, that's not very cinematographic. No. 2001 Space Odyssey. There is a boring yet cinema, uh, very highly cinem- cinematic uh, experience. Yeah. I live, I, what, what. If you're looking at my it from whole, behind my the My whole attraction kind of to, movie is that, to movies is that there's nothing in the movie that the viewer can see that isn't supposed to be there. Unless it's a shitty movie. Because in a Quentin Tarantino movie, everything you see means everything. The colors. The the knives the the any like if there's a dog in the shot they he put that dog in the shot because that dog is aggressive so and he wants to feel aggressive. So the scene in Wolf of Wall Street and, where Margot Robbie takes off her clothes, we see exactly okay. what we're supposed to see. Yeah, okay. you know what? You're butthead. You know that? You know yes. that? I'm trying to make a yes. good point. I know. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, but it's just like, and that's why I like watching movies because it's all about the shot. It's all about the dedication to what's in your line of sight in that moment. It, it, it all makes up the mood. It all makes up the experience Listen, of watching the movie. as a movie connoisseur, I could tell you what every movie connoisseur knows. The details of a flick, the perfection for detail, the quest for that perfection is what makes a movie great. Exactly. You take, because, because you take you Saving Private Ryan. Yes, because you're in the movie you're with them. You're in it with them. And if, if you're if not you, in it, yeah. then they're not doing their job. Yes, because there's a reason that this actor threw that thing. In which case, I want either free popcorn and, or a free drink or something. I'm going or to the movie stoned. Like, yeah, I'm not going not to fun. watch it. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I'm very passionate about, and it's the same thing with theater. Well, there's nothing on. There's That's nothing why we on. Get the, along. Yeah, and there's nothing on the stage that isn't of some significance. There's a reason. That's there. There's a reason it's there in that spot. There's a reason it's there in that spot in that light. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. Anyway, I love the puzzle piece of it all, truly. I simply like story writing. Aww. I love a good story. Me too. Me too. Oh, Roxy. She's Which is why, and I hope you respect now, 
the cinematic brilliance of the Lord of the Rings flicks. Because I do appreciate the cinematic brilliance of the Lord of the brilliant. Rings movies. Yeah. I will say, and you know this, that second the second movie where the fucking trees, I swear to God, those trees, man. They're better in the book. I know you said that, but <laughs> uh, let me tell you, let's take this one little point and then make it like 25 to 45 minutes to get to it. Just going back to the trees. I won't disagree with you there, okay? <laughs> but That's I really fine. did like the movies the second time around. Yeah. And I came to appreciate it all. Anyway. So that's the sound of freedom. In case, that, you, <laughs> in case you're wondering, the, the you're us wondering talking is here. the sound of freedom. <laughs> uh, I highly re- I'm going to go out and see it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I, I may be forced, just for the sake of time, I may be forced to have to like wait for it to come out somewhere uh, where I can buy it. Um, and I will gladly do so. Right. Oh, yeah, no. I've long passed the idea of like trying to bootleg movies. You cannot do that. Because I had this website that was great. I won't tell you what it was. We used to watch movies that were in the theater. We watched them right here at home, plugged in the laptop, brought up the website, plugged in the HDMI cable, and everything was great. Except you hit pause to go get a beer. And then when you, and hit, when you play, hit play, it's grainy. No. Oh. It was hardcore, blanky, blanky old porn. And what you're now? Yes, yes. What? So yes. So now you you started watching which what something that was a rated PG or, or PG thirteen flick. You know Transformers, I think it was. And uh, you know we're all here. We got the popcorn, and oh you know we got the soda the pop, kids. and we got the kids. Johnny's here, and you know we got the 12, 14, and sixteen year old. You hit, oh, let's take a bathroom break. Come back, hit play. Anal sex is on the screen. I'm not kidding you. Stop. I would scream. I, it was horrifying. I couldn't push stop. I'm like, next, I look just away, yanked the damn I yanked the <laughs> cable out of the laptop. That's what happened. I'm like, okay, no more bootleg films. Just pay the $5. Did you, did you guys ever just see the end of the movie? Pay the $5. Of course. Of course. I got it. I like went back and I, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Available on Amazon, six ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> paying the money. And on that note, yeah, paying the money because I don't want the porn commercial. This dog is gonna pee on your floor. She looks a little precarious. She's huh? been she's been she's pacing. A little sus right yeah. there. Yeah, okay. So I think we're gonna wrap it up. But I love you. I love you. I love Thank all you these folks. for listening. I like talking about movies with you. You know that. Yeah. But more than that, I like talking about Hunter Biden's cocaine addiction. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, if I hear Ed say Hunter Biden <coughs> one more time, I'm going to fucking blow a casket. Well, somebody so has annoying. to. Nobody else is talking about it. I mean, nobody else other than you. Literally sold the country for Chinese communist all money. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Ciao, ciao.